Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of You're Not Wrong with me, Sophie. So today's episode is actually going to be a little bit more serious. I say serious, it's not actually that serious but the debate gets a little bit deep and just generally, I don't know, a bit of a deep chat. So listening on my deep chat with my pal, I'm going to introduce him now so some of you may recognise his voice. It's my good friend, Charlie, and we are going to discuss my topic today, which is, do you believe in soulmates? It's a good question. It's quite a difficult question to answer. And also, I know that it is probably a bit of a controversial one. Usually, I do something a bit more lighthearted than this, but we're going with it. It's my sort of chat. Hopefully, you enjoy listening and Here it is, it's me and Charlie talking about soulmates. So Charlie, you're on my podcast. How do you feel about joining me for episode five? Well, one word springs to mind here, Sophie Russ, and it's finally, finally I'm on the podcast. But I couldn't be more grateful. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. You've been so excited to come on, haven't you? Yeah, you know, I, I understand, you know, Chesterfield let some people go before and then, you know, have me. So I understand. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> well, it's just like being back in Mallorca because, Charlie, we better explain to people how we know each other. Everyone keeps hearing me talk about Mallorca. Yes, I loved Mallorca. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Maybe we've heard enough about Mallorca. But me and you, Charlie, we are actually the dream presenting team. It's got to be said. Yeah, we we really did bring the match to Mallorca. Yeah, so me and Sophie were the present. Well, you're the main stage presenter, and I was your your glamorous assistant, wasn't I? You were. <laughs> and now we've got an unbreakable bond that cannot be replaced. Well, that a lot of people generally thought we were married, and people believe that. I know, listeners, you are shocked. So I'm sure you're not deaf listening to a podcast, but people did believe it, didn't they? So they did. I'm just going to put it out there. I'd happily marry you, Charlie, but there'll be one key factor of that marriage missing. I have something yeah. that I can't provide you with. Yeah, and that's um, banter. You really don't have any. So. <laughs> well, that's obviously <laughs> what I was thinking of. <laughs> yes, I know what you were thinking of, but I thought let's keep it PG for the listeners. Yeah, know? we always like keeping it PG here at You're Not Wrong. Yeah, maybe even a you. I'm, I'm into Universal as well. Okay, wow. Do you um, remember that? Some films were you and some were PG. Yeah, yeah. All oh, right. <laughs> I do. I do know what you meant. The the little green <laughs> triangle. Yes. Yes, there we are. Oh wow! Right, <laughs> Charlie. Yes. The reason I've got you on for today's episode is a question that I think is a really important question, and it's one that I love to talk about. As do you. So. I, I really do. We love this sort of chat, don't we? But Charlie, the question is: Do you believe in soulmates? I mean, what a can of worms to open, but let's do it. Um, I believe in soulmates, plural. Yes. I don't think there is just one. How can you put all of, you know, everything that we want in relationships and everything that you desire? Because, not to quote Bridesmaids, and I'm probably going to quote it wrong, but when we're growing, we're changing. We really are, though, aren't we, like? Me, five years ago, probably what I want in a relationship is very different now on what I want in a person. That's 100% so. true. I'm so with you there, Charlie. There's more than one soulmate in my eyes. I don't, I don't know what everyone else's opinion is, and I, I like to stay a bit on the fence. But 
I agree. I think you meet people that you need them all. I don't think that there's one person you learn. Like you said, you're growing. It's not to get cringy with bridesmaids, but it's so true. So yeah. each relationship is important and you are learning and you were meant to meet them in my eyes, meant to meet them to teach you something about yourself or your journey. And then as you get older, you realise more, I suppose, what's good, what's not for you. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's, you know, when you do get wisdom as you get older and when you're younger, you kind of snigger at that and you think, well, I want it now. And you think, you know, it all then or even now really like learning like yeah I think you even said this to me Sophie in the season like everything happens for a reason and it's harder to say like especially after breakups or you know when initially it's just over or but it is true and I think the best way I'd give anyone advice they could have been a soulmate they were a soulmate for you at that time exactly. but maybe like a candle do you know what I mean it just burned out but hey, get a match out like another one. You don't know what ne the next candle is going to bring. Oh, I love that, Charlie. That's saying. Thank I love you. Only... That has literally come out of nowhere. And I am copywriting that. That is oh. going on a T-shirt. That was great. Um, I love how you said there that I told you on season, like, did I think I was some sort of, like, philosopher therapist or something? Because <laughs> you, were, you were our kind of go-to, like, mama hen, though. So. Oh, the mama hen. Well, actually, yeah. Okay, it's because I love having these conversations. I just think it's so important that I do think you meet everyone for a reason and they teach you something, like you just said with the candle thing. And I don't even think it's mm. just romantically. I think it's in a platonic way as well. Um, oh, yeah. Some, like, some are friendships. I don't think they took for my exes, but, like, <laughs> some. <laughs> some I, um, I do now, and it's, like, a completely different relationship, and you can reflect on that and think... Yeah. Sometimes you even have the revelation that if you're not the one that ends it, let's say, you, you can't understand it at the time or whatever, but then, you know, it's years as we get older, we're not getting any younger. Um, <laughs> you realise that, yeah, you maybe weren't right for them at the time and, and you've learned that lesson. And I think that day when you have that, when you get that closure and you realise a relationship wasn't right, mm. you, you learn that lesson. And like you said, you, you take it on to the next relationship. Yeah, 100%. Because there um, can't just be one soulmate. That'd be a very depressing Well, I think thought. this is where the question is like um, a debate because when I did this question on my polls of do you believe in soulmates, a lot of people said yes and a lot of people said no. It was kind of half-half, 50-50. Um, then I had someone message me and say, what, you, all these adults believe in soulmates? Surely not. And then I had a conversation with them and said, I don't think they all mean it necessarily that there's one person for you. I think they mean they believe mm. that there's, there is soulmates as a thing. And then they changed their mind. They were like, right, that makes more sense. Because they thought of it very black and white as that you think there's one person out there for you. And I was like, absolutely not. I definitely, definitely don't think that. Um, yeah. I don't think I'm going to meet one person in my life that's my absolute soulmate and that I should never be with anyone else. That's ridiculous. I mean, some people might believe that, but... I just think you, I was gonna you say might be you lucky could. to meet. You might be lucky yeah, to meet one, yeah. and then it's perfect. I'm not saying it's not possible. It's totally possible. And if you do meet the right soulmate early on, I think you've just been very lucky to meet the correct yeah. one so early on. But I don't know. I think yeah, you can meet many, and even just your friends. Like you might never be in love with that soulmate, but you meet your friends for a certain reason. They teach you something about yourself um, or help. Yeah, you. I guess a soul. Yeah, a soulmate doesn't have to be a sexual connection if I'm allowed to say that on the podcast like it can be no. like I said platonic in a sense what is a soulmate I mean I guess a soulmate you, you can truly love a friend absolutely and I'm sure well I do and stuff but the only thing is I guess some people would say and this is why I'm very with our star signs which we will go into yes um I do like 
to play devil's advocate and be like, well, I guess a soulmate, the reason why they're a soulmate is because they're meant to be with you till the end. Yeah. I guess. But this is why I think me and you are very similar because we look into these things like a lot. And that's probably why we get on so well because we like, love a deep chat and we don't like to cut people out of our life. If they're even like not good for us, we still think, oh, like there must be a reason. Like we have to find a reason in everything and we have to like have an explanation for everything. And yeah. we, we look really deeply into all our friendships and relationships. That's probably why we get on. Because like I would consider yeah, probably, you a soulmate. Probably too much. Too much. <laughs> You're my soulmate in a different way. Like, I, I, I know that's cute. That's the most creepy thing I've ever said in my life. Um, but and it's, it's recorded. <laughs> I know. You can, you can have that. It might even go live to the nation. But oh, my Lord. Like, obviously, you teach me, I probably, I don't know, lighten up a bit, not be so boring. But then I teach you to like be a bit more grounded. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, we basically need the reason why we work so well is because if me and you were combined in one person, I generally think we'd conquer the world. Oh, we would. We really would. From Mallorca, one of the well, it's actually the biggest of the Balearics, isn't it? It is. I don't know, I'm just dropping that in there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> random fact for you all. Um, but. Let's go on to our second favourite thing, which is star signs. Well, you got me onto astrology and horoscopes. I, and I'm sorry. I apologise to anyone I meet that I'm trying. I don't. I don't try and yeah. push it on people, but then I just end up like getting too deep. And... It's a good debate, though, isn't it? Such um, a good debate. I'm going to say because she said my name, Stephanie Lovegrove, silly stash. She's an Aries, and she was obviously she's been on the podcast. And, and don't we know, know it, Charlie? And don't we know it? Um, but yeah, we were such a good, I mean, it was a good combination, wasn't it? Because I'm an Aquarius. I think you've said it on your podcast, haven't you? You're a Libra. I am a Libra, but I did have a meeting with an astrologer and they're, they're telling me yeah. I've got a lot of Scorpio in my chart because I'm actually on the cusp. Cusp, but, good word, cusp. Cusp, good word. But actually, no, I'm, I'm pretty much a lot of Libra in my chart and a lot of Scorpio. So take that as you will. They're both. That is quite, yeah, you've got the level-headedness and balance of a libra but then a sting in your tail i do don't tack me because i will bite no. back <laughs> i've i've seen that um but jokes she's a big softer um we were talking because we love to talk about we follow some things on instagram there's a really good one called awakening people and we were talking about it weren't we the other day yeah and it said that me for an aquarius on soulmates is i want a best friend and a soulmate all in one which i like the sound of because i do i think I'd want to be with someone for that, you know, the passion and the connection and stuff. But I'd equally like them to just be able to hang out with my mates and, yeah. you know, they're, they're a mate as well as, I mean, I guess everyone wants that in a relationship. You want a best friend and a lover. Of course. What more could you ask for? I don't know, though. Some of my friends are very, they like to keep it separate. So, like, they like spending just their time together with their boyfriends or girlfriends. And then their friend time is their friend time. Yeah. And I think that's quite sad because... I love my friends just as much as my family yeah, and stuff you're, like that. You know, they're just as important. Yeah, totally. You're very like that. You, you're very easy to fit into any scenario. You will talk to anyone and you like everyone to be together. As well, do you know what? I actually don't have a preference on that for a partner because th this is my oh. reason. Um, I do love my independence. I don't know if you've noticed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag single. Um, <laughs> um, so I do. I really do love my independence and... I love having like my friends and stuff, but I think it is nice if you can bring them both together. Like, why would you not want that? But it also depends on your partner because my friends are all crazy performers and we are a bit much. 
and I do appreciate that maybe I will be with someone that doesn't want to be involved in that and we are a, a big world of people that isn't we're quite intimidating as people so I get it I do get it and it depends who you're with it would be nice to have someone like like that but then also I don't really necessarily want to be with a performer because we are a bit crazy yeah no definitely there's got to be that balance I think as long as the yes performers were wild and Mallorca we'd be up till five o'clock in the morning re-choreographing Wicked <laughs> in my said uh, apartment but as long as they, if they can sit and watch and watch the crazy and still love you for it and like like this yes. is mad and but as long as they you know, don't bring any judgment or make you choose between your friends no, or you no, choose what you love. Not. Well, obviously that's a flag. I'm not saying that you do something like that, but of course not. Yeah, I think embrace the weirdness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Twenty twenty. Totally. totally. I, think I need someone that's very embracing of like our weird quirkiness and mm. um, all of my performer friends. I want someone very open-minded, but I understand if they don't completely want to get involved. But like you said, if they're watching yeah. and they're happy. To sit back and they're quite comfortable then that's perfect um yeah and also i think it's quite important in a relationship to be uh have differences like obviously similarities are good because then you understand each other but differences make mm. it less boring like you need something to talk about oh you, you need you need and now that we've know you've got scorpio because i think we figured out as aquarius in aquarius so yeah heavily more complex <laughs> but um what I was going to say, you need that bit of fire. Like, I was talking to my friend recently. Um, not that you want to argument, but like, say we love a debate. If I don't have somebody that mentally stimulates me and makes me question things and makes me look like, that's just as big as a tackle as finding somebody that you find physically attractive. Exactly. A hundred percent. Beauty fades. Beauty fades. It really does. you still need that personality in that chat. That's what I'd say. Like, you've hit the nail on the head there. Like, you need that stability um, of having like a conversation um, to like yeah. keep, keep your brain going. Um, we are complex we're people, aren't we, Charlie? Yeah, yeah. We are. <laughs> I mean, we ask for a lot. I've just realised we're that. both single. Yeah, we... yeah. <laughs> for a reason. <laughs> oh lord. Um, yes, but I'll happily say. Well, I don't think, and anyone listening, um, I don't think you should put that pressure on yourself. Like I was. I mean, even in Mallorca, we were saying, like, well, I want it all set by 30. Like, I need to at least find the one and all this. Very much a Rachel moment out of friends. But, God, no. Like, I think, if anything, 2020 and what COVID's taught us, like, you really do have to start living for the moment more than always planning for the future. That is I mean, so true. Planning, planning is, you know. Yeah, because we've kind of discovered this, haven't we, recently? Like, we've spoke a lot in yeah. lockdown. And we're the same age. We're three months yep. apart. Um, and like we're kind of getting to grips with the whole actually what are we rushing this for what are we worrying yeah. about being like well we're nearing 30 like no it, there's no time limit and we're kind of we've kind of got a bit more comfortable with that realization haven't we recently which is nice yeah and it makes you appreciate the day so much more like you can have bad days you know relationships like you might have really good days i'll happily admit i'm back on the apps that's right <laughs> world if you want to find me, I'm on the apps again. Because... What can we find you on, Charlie? <laughs> Tinder, Bumble and Hinge. Um, three. Lights working threes. Um, but you do, like, especially in COVID, let's be honest, you weren't going to be um, meeting up with anyone. And if you were naughty, naughty. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, I'm all about these platforms. Because you never know who you're going to meet. Like, no. And you know what? 
there's a bunch of people out there that are single for whatever reason and like yeah. it, it it kind of in society you think god what are you do, doing still single at 30 and actually it's a choice um it very much yeah. is a choice especially with you like i'm going to use you an example because good friend Brilliant. of mine and i know your life story but yeah. like you do get options and just because they're an option you don't have to take that option you don't have to think this person is attractive to me and they're nice but i don't know if i'm going to get enough mental stability out of them no not because yeah. you're 27 you don't have to settle for that you you do yeah. you hun and i think that's the wrong thing people think people are single because yeah. they're not wanted and that isn't true yeah. i mean i definitely was you muted yourself oh but you're back you're back yeah i think especially younger and i'm maybe gonna say a year ago that if anyone shows you attention i think especially our generation you jump at it yeah and you can you conform i can't pick a word you muted yourself my nana is calling me during a zoom call oh she doesn't know we're interviewing what is going on nana she's calling again oh no she'll stop in a minute she's gonna have a little mental breakdown that you're not answering i know Pause this because I don't know if this is an emergency. No, pause this. Right, one minute. Let me just call her back. Sorry, world. <laughs> Hang on. Am I back? You're back. Right, where were we? So um, we were saying about when you're younger. Yeah. Um, about comfort, about jumping. Yeah, like the attention because everyone thinks you know if someone shows you attention and short, you know you have to consider it. And I think well, that's not a soulmate, is it? A soulmate, surely, it has to be that instant connection where you feel like something is right, so you want to pursue it. Um, yeah, I think if you're thinking, someone shows you attention and you, you you know there's a lot that you don't like, but you're like, oh, I should give it a go. That's really not the way to approach, which I've learned. And it's just learning, isn't it? Like we said, it's a constant learning mission. It really adventure. is. It really is. Um, and I do think, not that we're really old, we've still got like loads of time, but... Um, yeah, spring chickens we're spring chickens but just like even for your 20s like the stuff i've learned about myself and what i want is so different to even like two yeah. years ago or five years ago and actually you have to think about yourself and what benefits you most and yeah someone could be nice and attention but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's right for you um, absolutely not so yeah i mean we're getting very deep it is quite a deep one it is deep um <laughs> yeah I think I do believe in soulmates, but I believe you can have more than one. And even if it's five years or a six months relationship, you've obviously meant to meet, like you said, Sophie, I absolutely agree with what you, you, know, you said before is you were meant to meet that person. You were meant to have that time with them. Yeah. And whether you realize it at the end or during or a few years afterwards, you would have learned something really important. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. You do meet people for a reason. and. You know. yeah and i'm do you know what i'm that sort of person as well like if i fall out with someone like be a friend or an ex-boyfriend or like someone you've had a relationship with i find it really hard to like let go because i don't like to have um like negative energy about anyone because i do think they come and teach you something for a reason so even if i don't get on with someone or whatever even down the line i don't want it to be a problem like i want it to be like sorted i don't like having enemies i don't like the thought of yeah. like some people can just literally cut an x out and remove every picture they've ever had with them and like never hear their name again and i like really struggle with that because i just think they were there to teach you something like you can't block that whole part of your life out and i get it some people have had really toxic yeah. relationships where it's probably better but 
they never hear or speak from them again and I haven't really been in that position so I can't say so I do get that but um, I do find it hard I think everyone's there to teach you something so I, I never would cut anyone out of my memory or no I agree obviously has been one of my best friends I have had a lot of uh, heartbreak in the past <laughs> but even I'll say like it may be straight away it's a bit soon to say because your emotions are all over the place and you have to understand that's fine um time is a healer time is a massive healer and I I, I will vouch for miss time and yeah I don't I think hate is such a strong word and I don't think anyone should live in hate I know a lot of people even the older generation let's say parents um really for hate and like instead of grieving like he mm. said even the thought of their name they'd snigger or say a comment that is just not good for you like your mental state like to no. keep that bottled up or no. I think it's just a sign that you truly haven't um, got over someone yeah if there's still a lot of hate or you know you still get emotional sad you've just not dealt with it and and that's fine to acknowledge as well and maybe it is just more time maybe they affected you more than you thought because some people also go like but I still have these feelings so surely I'm not over them maybe but maybe it's they taught you're still learning a lot from it I think actually some people go oh why am I still thinking of me a year afterwards because there was such an impact on your life that's it yeah maybe wrong right person wrong time you get to that person again and it works great I'm all for that but yeah, a lot of people feel like I'm meant to be with them when they don't think they are. They're just still learning and grieving because there's course. no time limit. That's like me. I don't think there is definitely a time limit on like how much you think about someone. And I, I think it's the same, like friends, not friends, or people you work with, anything like that. Like you, you learn something. So it's just too, too hard to like hate. And I would never carry, um, I can't say the word, amusimosity with anyone like, I'm not, like, <laughs> yeah I don't have time for that because what's the point like you need to just crack on with your life and so like for me I don't ever have anyone that I couldn't see or speak to like when people go crazy yeah. don't they I couldn't, couldn't have that yeah. sort of energy in my life oh no well, well we're still learning aren't we Russ we're still moving forward we're always moving forward Charlie I love it Wow, we've got, and we got very deep, but this is very much for everyone listening. This is a uh, common, common for us. <laughs> this is just a normal phone call for us. <laughs> <laughs> They're just listening. They it's feel like our podcast listeners are listening into our normal FaceTimes. Yeah, love it. I love it. I mean, I have to say, I'm a big fan of "You're Not Wrong." <laughs> <laughs> Do you know something? You sound really like <laughs> the guy that does the hat. Do you think you've been working on that impression? I think I'm. I'm gonna nail it because you know that sounds a little so birdie told me you know that you weren't gonna use my voice for it, and I thought, well, I'm gonna prove to her that I can say you're not wrong in a northern accent. Well, so. you've proved me wrong because that was brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> And you're not wrong, because it is my voice. Hey, Charlie. <laughs> Charlie's oh. the famous voice. Do you know, um, my guest last week asked on the interview, who's the boy that does the voice? Well, guys, we can, here's a reveal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 3rd of July, boom. Boom. Well, it won't be released until next week, but... <laughs> Good. They'll be listening at some point in July. 
Well, there you go. There you go, July listeners. Mm. I wonder That's what July fine. is bringing us in the moon. And I think we might be in, are we in Cancer now? We're in Cancer. Right. So shout right. out to all the Cancer people. If your star sign is Cancer, happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. Give us a follow. <laughs> Drop a comment. <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> See, I'm good. I'm here for you. I know how to assist you. I did it for six months in New Yorker. You did. And um, Charlie, that is, you know what, a great place to round off. So thank you. Thank you so much for being a guest on our podcast. No, thank you for having me. I know that this is going to be the most amazing podcast ever and it's going to keep going and going. So, hey, I'm sure I'll be back. Won't I? Oh, <laughs> how kind of you. And yeah, drop yourself in there. Of course, Charlie, I've always got time for you to be my little buddy presenter next to me. Oh, thank oh. you. Thanks for having me. No worries, Hunt. I'll speak to you soon. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. You're not wrong. Oh, and there we have it. A lovely chat about soulmates with one of mine. But I do know that some people will have been cringing in that interview. And actually, probably some people switched off quite early on and thought, this ain't a bit of me. But hopefully, if you're still listening, it means it is a bit of you. Or... You're just a very supportive friend and I appreciate you listening, but it's my kind of chat. If you're lucky enough to ever get to have a more than five minute conversation with me, it probably has taken a turn to some sort of philosophical, no, that's not a word, philosophical, eh? I can't speak. Philosoph, no, that's not what you say. Philosophical. I think that might be the word. I might be wrong. Somebody intelligent that's good with words, tell me if I'm right. But um, yeah, you've probably had a philosophical conversation with me if you've met me for more than five minutes. But um, hopefully you've enjoyed the episode. And I'll be back again next week. Now, next week I am going to be back, but I'm going to be back doing a solo episode. So it's just going to be me. Don't know if I can do 30 minutes of chat on my own, but I'm sure I will. I'm sure I'll find a great topic to talk to you about solo. So hopefully you'll uh, want to come back and listen to that. But sadly, that is all we've got time for at You're Not Wrong. And I will see you. Well, I say this every week. I won't see you. I'm not seeing no one. I will speak to you via the podcast next week. Speak to you then. Goodbye. Adios, amigos. Um, I'm just being cringy and rambly now. Sorry, guys. But yeah, it's goodbye from me and speak to you next week. Bye.